I just finished my first fantasy football draft of the season, and I absolutely killed it thanks to the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Their latest episode, they talk draft strategy, tight end reaches. My favorite segment, Divas. I laugh all the time. These guys are hilarious. Be sure to go give the Fantasy Football Dudes a listen for us. Did I mention their local football, Fantasy Football Geniuses? Go check them out, Fantasy Football Dudes. Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Wear Bulldogs Podcast. We're talking schedule today. And when I say we, I mean, we got both Caleb's and Michael. Also, guys, we're throwing in something a little fun. At the end, we got something a little different for you. All right, let's jump into the schedule for the season. A lot of fun. We've been talking about it ever since it came out. We're just going to go game by game. Okay. And then as well as this episode, every week we're going to have a like a get to know. We did it last year. We're going to have somebody on from the opposing team. And we're going to get to know their team a little more. So look out for those um, the week of the game. But here's a preview, a little preview for this, uh, the upcoming season. So September 1st, that is a Thursday. First game against Cal Poly at Valley Children's Stadium. First time to do it, and I got it right. How about that? Nailed it. Um, okay, Cal Poly at home. How are we feeling? Is this the first time Cal Poly is on uh, like basic cable? <laughs> <laughs> so this game will be on Fox Sports One. So I mean, that's that's pretty pretty big deal for Cal Poly Mustangs. Wow. <laughs> I I mean, hey, they. Uh, I remember last year we were talking to Chris, who was our guy on Get to Know, and they had some new. A new coach coming in and they're doing all this different stuff. So maybe, maybe it is good for them. And I'm okay with Cal Poly uh, doing well, not against us, but everywhere else. I want Cal Poly to do well. It's great for them. I mean, them coming to play us and getting there. I mean, them being on TV is great. Even if we beat them by 50. <laughs> That's true. What's the old That's saying? Any publicity is good publicity. Yep. That, yep. yep. This is publicity. It has also been released that this is at the time that we're doing it. Not every game has been released, but the theme kind of is Bulldog Fiesta for the Cal Poly game. I don't know what that means. Hopefully lots of tacos. Tacos, partying. We're going to be partying it up before. Game's at 7.30 Pacific time. Remember what we said, Michael? Michael, 7.30, 7, 7.30. That is Friends Day Bulldog time. Oh, Should be a four <laughs> o'clock kick. Well, actually, oh, Thursday, Thursday yeah, night, Thursday, Thursday night, seven thirty. Thursday night, seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's tough. Sorry, uh, you're just gonna have to move to Fresno. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, we are doing this over Zoom, and I live in the middle of nowhere, so internet is tough to find. Good internet is tough to find, so audio could be poor. Um, after that, okay, Cal Poly, win or loss? Win, 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 win. One and zero, baby. Next game, we play Oregon State, September 10th. It's a Saturday, Michael, at 7.30. What do we, what do we got on this game? 
What do we got on this game? Um, I am very excited. Uh, we were young when the Bulldogs knocked off the top-ranked Oregon State Beavers, and we've heard the stories of they took down the field goal posts and carried them down, you know, all the way to Cedar. And um, I am excited to see the, the the Beavers back in Bulldog, sorry, Valley Children's Stadium. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see that and uh, going to be a fun game. I'm very excited to have a power five back in Fresno. Uh, I already I, bought I, my tickets. Dude, that's, Let's that's go. so good. Dude, I, with the baby coming, I haven't, I'm not going to lie. I haven't bought any tickets yet with the baby. <laughs> so, Hey, he'll get, he gets in free. That's, I'm going to get one of the big headphone, like noise canceling headphones and put them over the baby's ear. And he's um, start him young. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had this game circle on my calendar basically since we had the you know schedule released. Uh, I think it sets up perfectly. Cal Poly, you know, tune up game, you know, work out some of the the you know kinks in the offense, and you know, seven thirty Saturday night, nice and hot, uh, Valley <laughs> Children's Stadium. I mean, you know, hopefully. Red Wave shows up. I mean, this could be a huge game. Uh, really excited for it. And I mean, you know, Oregon State's kind of been middle of the pack, you know, in the Pac 12 for, you know, the last several years. I mean, you know, they've kind of had some good teams here and there, but I mean, really nothing to be, you know, afraid of. I mean, this is a very winnable game for Fresno State. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overlook it, though, because I think this, this Beaver team is actually a pretty decent team. So I think they're going to be better. Uh, interesting. The Beavers play Boise the week before. Mm-hmm. So they get, they get the Broncos and then us. So they're going to be beat up when we play them, which is good. <laughs> for us. Yeah. I mean, for us, I mean, that's going to be a really good point of reference. I mean, we're too familiar with Boise. Um, so yeah, that, that'll really be an, an indicator of you know, how, how strong that team is. Uh, we talked to Jake Hayner, uh, Michael, you and I talked to Jake Hayner and he talked about Oregon state, the Oregon state game. So I, he's had it circled on his calendar just because of what happened in 2001 and, um, their offensive coordinator, I believe, or head coach, he knows, right. Oh. Some, he has some connection or he was the quarterback of 2001. I don't remember exactly what, he- but there's another connection, right? Yeah, this it's uh, Jake. I think uh, the offensive coordinator or the quarterbacks coach when he was at Washington um, is now in some capacity, if I remember correctly, for Oregon State. And so Jake played under him when he was in Washington, stayed in contact, and now he's with Oregon okay. State. So I think he's excited to play him. Um, and I think there was a tie to the 2001 team, but I don't remember what it was. He very well could have been the quarterback for Oregon State for that game. I don't remember. Yeah. You, everybody go back and listen to the Jake Hayner one, I'm sure. Or just tell us. You could tweet at us and tell us what it is. <laughs> um, and we'll tweet about it the week before. Week three. Well, I don't know if it's week three because. Are we, we getting win. wins for Oregon State? Oh, oh yeah. wins? I'm giving a win, yes. Yes, W. I'm going with an L, boys. Oh, oh gosh. Any Any reason in particular? Um, I think that 
because he's mad it's at 7 30 and he can't make yeah it. it's 7 30 kicks geez no i'm uh i think that the dogs are this is a game to me that oregon state is supposed to be better this year and i think that they're a team that we've matched up with probably pretty decently um and i just think it's uh one of those things where I'm scared that a lot of our guys are going to come in and like, oh, yeah, we can beat Oregon State. Plus, Fresno State historically cannot win the big game. When we are expected to win, we lose. And, um, you know, I feel like when we have a good team, there's always that disappointing stretch. And I think we're going to get it over and done with real quick in the season and then go off on a run. But I think uh, Oregon State is, is a loss. You're fired. Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, week. Well, I don't know what week it is because week zero and all this stuff. So it's uh, they've they've ruined that. So the third game that we play at USC in the Coliseum, seven thirty p.m. on Fox. What do we got, guys? How how is this game going down? What do you what are you excited to watch? Honestly, I really have no idea Um, just because, you know, there's so many question marks with USC. I mean, you know, pretty much a whole new coaching staff. I mean, I don't know if there's, you know, any holdovers from, um, you know, the previous regime Um, and just so many new players on offense. I mean, from what I have heard and read, uh, the defense is a big question mark for USC. So I think that, that if Fresno State were to win, it just has to be a shootout and they're going to have to put up 45 points um, to try to beat them because, um, you know, it seems like that's their weakness. Um, yeah. I mean, super exciting game. I'm planning to be there. So um, red wave show up. I think we can make a difference in the Coliseum. Uh, the Coliseum is a little bit nicer to attend a game than a Rose bowl. So um, for what it's worth there, uh, the seats are a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> I've never been to the Coliseum. Neither have I. Sorry, Michael, you were going to get going. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I, um, I agree. This is a, this is, I mean, obviously I think this is the biggest game of the season for the dogs. Um, I hope that, like I said, I don't think we beat Oregon state. I'm hoping that they don't look toward USC during the Oregon state game. I don't think they will. Um, but, Oh, you know, this is pretty much Oklahoma West at the, this point and Oklahoma was really darn good last year. And so um, Lincoln Riley pretty much brought everybody over. So the question marks they do have are just, did people make the transition from Oklahoma to LA? Okay. And they've gotten everybody on paper and um, it's really going to, in our preview episode, I talked about time of possession briefly. And I think that's going to become a big factor in this game. It's time of possession. Can the Bulldogs at least hang with the Trojans that they could do that. I really like our chances, but, um, it's going to be tough. This is a tough, tough game. So b- before this, uh, before they play Fresno State, you know, USC starts uh, with Rice and Stanford. I think those are probably pretty easy Ws. So uh, if USC starts 2-0 and Fresno State knocks off Oregon State, I mean, and it's 2-0 versus 2-0, is that a ranked matchup on both sides? Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe so. I, I don't know if USC is going to have an easy time with Stanford, though. I think they always struggle against Stanford. So I, I'm happy they play Stanford before us. So uh, my deal with USC, the USC game is this. 
<clears throat> I don't. We know Caleb Williams. He's good and all that. But he didn't even play the entire season last year. I think he I, he didn't even throw for two thousand yards. But he is a dual threat guy. Uh, he knows the coaching staff. The pl- the player personnel he's getting to know. Can he transition from Oklahoma? There's nothing there to Hollywood and all the distractions while leading, trying to lead and put together a team that they're all coming from different places because they're all transferring. Well, maybe they're a lot are coming from Oklahoma, so it'll be a little easier. But you know, you have Addison from Pittsburgh and, and other players coming in. So can he be the guy to pull them together and put a good team together? And that's just the offense. I haven't even talked about defense yet. And we, like you said, Kale, we've heard they're struggling on defense when our offense and defense, we're ready to go. The only question mark we have is fine right now. And maybe one position on no line. As long as they're healthy going into this game. So I, I think we, I think we match up well. And you, if you can give me a college defense that can guard uh, Trey Watson, Jalen Cropper, Josh Kelly, uh, and Jordan Mims all at the same time, then I, I will ha- I'll start to question. But other than that, chalk it down right now, guys. Fresno State's going undefeated. Just write it down. Write it down. All right, now. I'll just <laughs> put all 12 Ws down. I'm trying to keep track over here. One, yeah, two, please. three, four, five, six. And, and we'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Ah, we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Um, I don't even think this is the toughest game. That we well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I don't even think this is tough. I think this is the, the toughest. No, I don't even think this is the toughest game we play. Well, no. I, I think this is the toughest game Fresno State plays, and I think that turnovers are going to cause a loss. <sighs> I mean, yeah. obviously I'm going to be cheering the other way, but I mean <laughs> – yeah. There has to be some L's on the schedule. Um, I, I just don't think Fresno State can go undefeated. I mean, they're going to trip up against like Hawaii or something, just <laughs> something dumb. So I'm choosing to take an L against a ranked team. <laughs> I, um, I, you know, I, it sounded as though that I, I think maybe it came off as though uh, it's okay. How do I want to say, say this? The way I said it, it sounded like every game was going to be easy. For the dogs, I don't think that. I think we're going to be in a lot of shootouts. And if if you're a betting man, take the over on the USC Fresno State game. Take the over. But but I do think they're going to win. Um, and this this will be a tough game. Don't get me wrong. I just wanted to throw that out there. It's not going to be a breeze. I don't think this is a twelve and zero breeze. But I think that we will go twelve and zero. But this is our our second toughest game in a very tough game. All right. Fourth game of the season, we g- travel across the country to Yukon, Connecticut. Um, I have a connection there. My sister-in-law went there. And so we have to win. That's it. We have to win. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Uh, the other thing is Yukon has a new coach. So they're, they're a bad team last year. One of the worst in the, in the country. And I talked about it on our last episode when with the three of us together that I think this is a sneaky game. And Ron Jenkins said the same thing because we're coming off a high, whether that's uh, a high of winning or losing against USC. And then we got to travel across the country and play UConn team that is improved. 
And then after UConn, we play Boise. So are we going to be looking ahead? What's the deal here? They were one of the worst teams in the country last year. I think this is a little bit of the, this is the scary game in the, uh, or the sneaky game in the, in the schedule. But tell me, what do you guys think? I mean, I think the bye week coming after USC um, is pretty critical because, yes. yeah, I mean, especially if, you know, if the dogs are three and oh, um, you know, it's going to be crucial to kind of regroup and, you know, have extra time to prep. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's big. Um, I, I don't see UConn really putting up a fight. I do think that this one is going to be, you know, kind of weirdly low scoring. Like kind of looking back to a Wyoming game last year, it was like 17-0 uh, Fresno State won. Like it was just a weird kind of ugly game. Um, that's kind of what I am thinking this game's going to be. I mean, yeah, Fresno State's going to be at, you know, 9 a.m. body clock, you know, traveling across the country. And so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the dogs, you know, win this like 21 to 7, like strangely low scoring. I think this is going to be a win for the dogs as well. I think UConn will be better, which is, hey, shout out to UConn. But um, I don't think they will be that much better. So they will go from last in the country to still really bad. And I think that's going to be a progression that coach – I think it's Coach Mora over there now. Um, so I think he's got a he's got a tall task ahead of him, and I think seeing improvement would be big. But I think Fresno State loses to Oregon State and USC, and I think they go out there and you know they kind of put a whooping on UConn, and I and I think it's a, it's try, them trying to make a statement as they prepare for Mountain West play. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you know UConn too before you know the Fresno State game i mean they have a pretty brutal schedule coming in i mean they start you know week zero utah state central connecticut okay that's easy syracuse you know sometimes they're decent uh, at michigan at and uh, at north carolina state and then home against fresno state i mean that's a pretty brutal schedule to, to start it out <laughs> uh, they probably won't be healthy <laughs> all right next game at Boise, we have to travel to the blue turf on October the 8th. Uh, now, is it on TV? Do we have a... Uh, it's I, I on the it. Fox family of networks. So I think it okay. kind of depends on how the dogs and Boise are doing. But yeah, it'll be either on Fox, FS1, or FS2. Okay. I'm very thankful we're playing Boise, not in November or December, and uh, at Boise, excuse me. So I think that's going to be a huge bonus for the dogs. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this as a win for them, just because I think when you look at UConn, not very great. You can kind of brush up on some things from the previous two games. You played really good teams in Oregon State and USC, and uh, not in super bad weather conditions will be helpful for the dogs. This is the toughest game we'll play all season because of the, it, just for some reason, we all, it's always tough to play at Boise. That's just how it is. Uh, but Hank Bachmeyer, the quarterback, I think he's pretty good. Um, I think they did lose Khalil Shakir, their stud wide receiver. But the reason it's going to be our toughest game, because this is the best defense that we'll play all year, in my opinion. Well, actually, I don't know, actually. Could be San Diego State. But uh, this this will be 
probably the best um, defensive back core that we play there. And that's why it'll be the toughest game. So I, I expect to see uh, Jordan Mims and a lot of funky formations to Nico and Jalen and uh, Malik Sherrod. And, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to be fancy here um, and dominate on the ground because they have a good DB core. So that's why I think this is the toughest game. Yeah, I, I agree. I do like getting it in October. You know, there shouldn't be any snow on the ground yet in Boise. Um, and, but I mean, it is, you know, kind of brutal for the dogs. I mean, this is, you know, the third of, you know, three straight games on the road. That's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to take a toll on, you know, the guys and, and, um, I, Boise just has voodoo over Fresno state. And so I, I have this down as a loss just because there's just a curse, man. I mean, it's just so <laughs> tough to be Boise, um, and especially on the blue turf. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. This is going to be a really, really tough game for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Now they do play San Diego state before they play us. That's so, good. Yes. Beat them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, I think, Oh no, it is a, no, it's not a buy boys. He's not on a buy. Okay. That's good. All right. Next for the bulldogs. Oh, Michael, do you have a win or a loss? I have a win. All right. Let's go. Next for the dogs is home against San Jose State Spartans, October 15th. I believe that is also on the Fox family. Is that true? Okay. Yep. Um, this is a the only threat is that they have former Hawaii quarterback Chavon Cordero. And we he didn't even play and we lost to him last time. Uh <laughs> but I think we should handle them fine at home. Yeah. I think my, my only concern with this game is if we were playing San Jose state, like at at Hawaii, uh, that, that would be a concern for me, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what type of pieces are often San Jose, um, you know, has coming back. Uh, it is kind of weird that we're playing them middle of the season. I know, you know, the last handful of years, you know, usually they've kind of been our, you know, uh, Thanksgiving weekend uh, opponent. Uh, so that's a little different, but um, yeah, it should be a nice, uh, nice home game for the dogs. Uh, I don't know if the, has the time for this game, but announced yet. No. 430 baby. Let's go. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hasn't. I don't see it. Okay. It's homecoming. I'll be shocked if it's not. It's yeah. probably 730. Mm-hmm. But this is an easy win for the dogs. I mean, San Jose state. I mean, there's, I mean, shoot, I don't, I don't even, do they win four games this year? I don't know. They're they're garbage. I think they're supposed to have a good defensive lineman or DN. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we have, (laughs) we have three, uh, (laughs) four. Uh, Yeah, I I don't think this shouldn't be close. I do know that team schools do like to play at homecoming against the worst team they play at home. (laughs) So that way they can win. So. San Jose State, we think you're worse than Cal Poly, so take that. <laughs> San Jose State could be one, two, three, four and one, though, coming to our place. They play UNLV, could be a win, Wyoming win, Western Michigan win, Auburn loss, and then Portland State win. They could be four and one coming, coming to Fresno. Hmm. 
Well, shoot, Fresno State could be like five and zero if they played Fresno City College five times in a row. But I'm. <laughs> uh, all right, the next game on the slate is at New Mexico. Uh, we're used to playing there now. We'll play there two years in a row in the Mexico Bowl. Uh, I this is a this is a W. I I don't know. I don't I don't know of a single player on the New Mexico team. Should I? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not particularly worried about New Mexico. Um, and you know, this is I think Albuquerque's potential snow um snow mm-hmm. game, but you know, luckily we're getting it in October, so it shouldn't be, you know, snow on the ground. So it should be you know, kind of keeping the weirdness away. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried here. I think this is a pretty easy W for the dogs, you know, as long as you know, they play straightforward. Don't turn the ball over like crazy. I'm not really afraid of you know any you know, New Mexico offense. I agree. New Mexico is probably not a threat to beat and be super competitive in the Mountain West. So this is a they're a rebuilding, and I think that's good. And um, it's good for the dogs. It's good for New Mexico. Hopefully they're competitive in a few seasons, and hopefully we steamroll in this game. The only thing I can say about New Mexico is the week before us they play their heated rivalry game against New Mexico State. So they'll. Possibly be could be coming off a high, you know. That's a that is literally the only thing I can say. <laughs> All right, next for Fresno State is home against San Diego State, our bitter rivals. This, ta- I mean, offensively, I think we're going to be fine. I mean, excuse me, defensively, I think we're going to be fine. I don't know if they're offense has too much to offer but when does it ever have anything to offer and they're still tough their defense is very good and uh, i will say they have a a wide receiver that can actually play so um san diego state could be tough but we get them at home what do you guys think yeah i mean thinking back to last game last season against san diego state um, I mean, they had that freshman quarterback come in at the end of the game that torched us. Like he was a runner and he could throw it a little bit. Cameron um, Friel. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned if San Diego state can actually put together a competent offense. Um, Cause you know, we know that they're going to be tough on defense. That's just kind of who they are and they're going to, you know, run the ball. But if they all of a sudden <laughs> have a competent quarterback that can throw it around, uh, I mean, they're, they're receiver. Matthews like he's a stud I think he's coming back uh, I need to check on that but um, I mean yeah, he's a he really is. good player um, yeah I, I'm we talk about Fresno State maybe moving to the Pac-12 um, I think that's something that a lot of Bulldog fans kind of cross their fingers and hope for San Diego State is doing the exact same thing they just finished the remodel of their stadium this is a huge year for San Diego State because if they can do really well in the Mount West, I think the Pac-12 goes, all right, we don't need to see any more. Just get them in the conference. Second biggest city in, the, in California, get the TV market. We'll take Southern California and have a footprint there. This is a big season for San Diego State, and I hate the fact for them that they're going to come in and get their butt kicked in, in, in Valley Children's Stadium. But I just think last year, like their defense, everybody talked about how good their defense was and came in there and Fresno State kind of manhandled them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, how is your defense going to hold up when we're running fast paced offense the whole time? So really excited to see us kick their butt and ruin their chances in the Pac-12. And hopefully uh, we move a step closer over them. But I think they're definitely ahead of us in that race. But I think in this game, I think we'll take the dub. They could be ranked two coming into this game. Um, they Their non-conference games are Arizona, dub, Idaho State, dub, Utah, probably a loss, and Toledo. That's a win. Uh, they could be 6-1 and one if they lose to Utah. I, they do play Boise. So, I mean, at the worst, worst outcome, I see San Diego State with two losses on the season. I mean, they're going to be a good team. Uh, and we could get them with two, one or two losses and we'll probably both be ranked. So mm-hmm. if, if we do well in the beginning of the season, yeah. So. Yep. I got this as W though. And you know what I got it as. <laughs> All right. After San Diego state, <laughs> um, uh, we go to, no, no, we stay home and play Wyoming. Thank the good Lord. Hawaii. Hawaii. What did I say? Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I, I Hawaii. <laughs> we stay home and play play Hawaii. Uh, we don't have to deal with any traveling. I, this is going to be a blowout. Fresno State is going to absolutely destroy the Rainbow Warriors. I hope you're right. Oh, oh, Jake Hayner. He remembers what happens last year, and he won't let it happen again. He, and we're home. And the Rainbow Warriors have a new coach. I, I know that was it, it's Coach Chang. So, yeah. I mean, he's he should be better than what they had. But I, I don't think player-wise they are ready to compete yet. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that program is just kind of a disaster right now and kind of in a rebuild after uh, the Graham era. Uh, I mean, I remember, you know, Timmy Chang, you know, it seemed like he was their quarterback for like six years. I mean, he was there forever and he torched us. Um, but I, I just don't see them putting it together, especially this late in the season. I'm pretty sure Hawaii plays 13 games because they get like a waiver or something for taking, you know, the week zero game and all the travel they have to do. So you can fact check me on that. But I mean, they, they play a lot of games and, you know, thankfully it's at home. So we avoid the Island weirdness. Um, so I got W for the dogs. I got a. I got a W for the dogs too. Hopefully this is a big revenge game for last year's disappointment in Hawaii. So hopefully a dub and keep it to keep it rolling. You are correct. Caleb in saying that they play 13 games. They do. They actually get Vandy at home. <laughs> so. Wow. Oh, that's a long. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's going to be a terrible game. And, and Western Kentucky in Hawaii. We'll go Hilltoppers. <laughs> so two teams I got to try. Then they go play at Michigan. So, oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I, W easy. All right, next next week we're on a short week. We play on a Friday, November eleventh, at UNLV. UNLV was a scary game last year. I didn't. I thought we were going to lose. I thought we. Were gonna, I, and I was sitting next to the running back's cousins, and I was not ready to hear about it. Thank goodness we won, though. This this time around, I think UNLV is actually better. But so are we. But what do you guys think? 
Didn't they only win one game last year? <laughs> I need to get the stats department on that yeah, one yeah. second. I will because <laughs> I think if they did only win one game, there is good odds that this year is better for them. But that could mean they win two games. So I'm gonna take the dogs. Um, one thing about this week is they this, won two games. Two games. Sorry. So if they win three games, it's better. Hopefully, that is not against Fresno State. The weird thing about this is this is a shorter week and the dogs have to travel. Luckily, Las Vegas is only like a 45-minute flight out of Fresno, I think. So, like, it is not – if they're flying, not very far. If it's a bus, it's six or seven hours. So um, – Stay I'm and ho- watch the Raiders. Stay, and then you can stay and watch the Raiders. I think they're playing on Sunday. So, this is a this is a dub. This is a dub for the dogs. And I uh, hope UNLV can become competitive in the – if soon because it is fun and they're playing in the Raiders stadium. So it'd be really good to see a good team in that stadium, but I don't think it's going to come in the next few years. Yeah. I have this game circled as this could be the weird depressing stinker of a game that Fresno state <laughs> just somehow loses. Um, I'm, I'm picking it as a W because yeah, I think UNLV just really isn't, you know, super competitive yet. Um, I mean, I think they've had the same coaching staff in place for a couple of years now. So hopefully they're building something. And yeah, I agree with you, Michael. I mean, I think it's better for the conference if there is a good team in Las Vegas. Uh, Cause I mean, it should be, you know, a destination to, Hey, let's go to Vegas and let's watch this good football team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is the one where if I think if the dogs kind of trip up just cause you know, a ton of turnovers against a bad team, I think it could be this game. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, though, but that's the one I had. You know, big question mark, but I'm taking W. Just quick, I just want to tell everybody what UNLV did last year. So they beat New Mexico and Hawaii. Okay, They, they lost by eight to San Diego State, seven to San Jose State, four to uh, Mountain West Champs, Utah State, seven to UTSA, who uh, Conference USA Champs and Top 25 team. Lost to us by eight and went into double overtime with Eastern Washington. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it'll be interesting <laughs> to say the least. Um, okay, I'm just realizing now, Caleb, did you talk about the freshman quarterback that came in against San Diego State or UNLV that ran all over us? Because I think Cameron Friel was. UNLV was that right I mean the game I'm re- remembering was San Diego State I couldn't tell you what the guy's name was um okay. so I mean yeah. maybe it was UNLV um but yeah I, think- I remember some, one team had a freshman quarterback that came in and was like why haven't they been playing this guy all season <laughs> I think it I think I'm wrong with the name I don't I don't know it could have been the UNLV game but I think I was wrong with the name I don't know I don't remember anyways I just want to make because Cameron Friel played for UNLV and I said San Diego State so that's wrong <laughs> All right, next game. I got to get there. Sorry. Uh, at Nevada. So we spend back-to-back weekends in Nevada. So this is Reno, Nevada. How do you guys feel about this game? Well, it's circled UNLV as the weird disappointing game, and I mm-hmm. think this one is the weird disappointing game for me, only because in Nevada – I think there is some elevation that plays a factor. It's November, so it could be cold and um, snowy. And so I'm thinking that this is a game that the dogs could 
it could get ugly. Luckily, Nevada is really bad. Like we've talked about some bad teams. Nevada is also a dumpster fire. All their good players are now at Colorado State, which we don't have on the schedule. So I think it's a huge rebuilding year for Nevada. Um, but this is a game. I, this is the ugly win by the I think the dogs might have to kick a field goal at the buzzer to win type thing. Like this is not going to be a fun game for the dogs. But I do think they win. I just think it'll be really close and really ugly to a bad team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, losing Carson Strong and Romeo Dubs to you know the NFL and then you know your coach and all your good players to the rival is that's a tough off season. So yeah, I just don't think I, I think they're definitely rebuilding right now. Uh, I think they still have the running back uh, Toa Tawa, who's you know bowling ball and a stud, um, but I don't think he's going to be enough to propel you know that offense. You know, past the dogs and you know, a lot of teams in the conference so mm-hmm. i i have that as a dub i definitely see what you're saying though i mean snowy reno game could could get weird and you know, windy too i know we've had a lot, a lot of you know questionable windy games there yeah i could see how the unlv and nevada game could be slip ups because if we're not healthy you know who knows who's playing what at what position and uh you know if if we're overlooking somebody, I don't think we will, but you know, health more of a question, but yeah, you guys circled those. I circled every game cause they're all wins. So <laughs> I, I, I think Nevada is a win. I, I don't know. I don't even know how they make a game out of it. They're dumpster fire. Like you said, Michael. All right. Next to finish the season, black Friday, uh, FS one versus Wyoming at home. It's a, it's an earlier game, Michael. Just so you know. Heck yeah. Finally, grandpa gets to go to a game. Yep. Seven o'clock. Ah, oh, geez. Got him. <laughs> uh, this this is another win. I I don't see how we lose here. Yeah, it's crazy to see how heavy front loaded the dog schedule is because the last handful of games looks like you know, if the dogs are undefeated, I'm going to be really excited going down the last four or five games of this stretch. Like, I'm feeling really positive because I think this is a win also. I think the dogs would take this one at home, and it'd be really cool. It'll be senior day for a lot of guys who have been there. Um, you know, you'll have Jake and Jordan and probably Cropper because he'll probably go to the, try to go to the league. So you have a lot of guys honored at this game. I think it'd be really cool. Um, a lot of dogs fans hopefully come out and support those guys who've put their heart and soul into that uniform over the past few years. Yeah, I agree. I have this as a win. Um, should be a nice day. Uh, should be a cold game. Um, thinking that time of year in uh, November. But um, yeah, I had the same notes as you guys. You know, kind of weird that we got four down teams at the end of the season. But you know, that could be what the dogs need to, you know, make it to the finish line and yeah, finish with a strong record. I mean, the their season is definitely going to be in their hands. Um, you know, for games nine through twelve. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's huge that Fresno State avoided Air Force this year. I mean, Air Force is going to be really good. Um, their offensive line and running backs are really good this year. And same with Utah State. I mean, they should be pretty good again. So I think it's huge that we avoided those two um, out of the Mountain Division. But I guess Mountain and West aren't really things anymore. But, yeah, I think that's honestly one of the biggest things about our whole schedule is, you know, we don't have to play. Do you think that makes uh, – that, that was going to be my next thing. What – do you think that makes a huge difference that it's there's no conferences, there's no divisions, excuse me, anymore? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting going forward. I know we, you know, talked about that a couple episodes back about, you know, the, you know, protected, you know, rivalries or, you know, however they termed it. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of interesting um, and, you know, kind of, I guess, more shuffling. I mean, I can't re- remember the last time we played Colorado State. I mean, it's been several years since we've had them on the schedule. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is nice to get a good variety of teams in the conference play. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that or if uh, <laughs> that even is a thing with all the realignment going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the divisions will make too much of a difference. Uh, I'm just excited that the top two teams get to play in the bowl game. That's really the takeaway for me. Hopefully, it probably will end up being us and a team we're not playing, like Utah State and and or uh, Air Force, um, or even Colorado State. Um, it could be one of those. I most likely would be one of those three, rather than a rematch of a team that we've that we're seeing on the schedule, which will be fun. I'm hoping that we're in the Mountain West Championship game playing against one of those teams. Okay, what are what are the final tallies on records? Well, we got Caleb Mail at twelve and zero. Oh yeah, we got uh, me, Michael, ten and two, and Caleb Pletz eleven and one. I got I got ten and two also. We got a oh, loss yeah, at two. USC and a loss at Boise. So that's right. So yeah, sorry. seven and one in Might the be. conference, and I'm guessing we play Air Force in the Midwest Championship game because I think Air Force knocks off Boise and we take out San Jose state. So we somehow end up with a, you know, tiebreaker there. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think we're playing our force in the championship. I'm going to go with Utah state in the championship. I think they make it back. I like their quarterback, Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see air force either. Yeah. And then um, bowl game. My bowl game is uh, whatever New Year's Six wants us. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's. I don't know. I say New York. Uh, New Year's I think with uh, me and Caleb's schedule, I think we are playing in the the L.A. Bowl. First time making an appearance in the new and improved L.A. Bowl with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. So, well, yeah, I'd rather play in any other bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with our odds, we'll, we'll end up in the potato bowl. Or, uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's where we end up. He's ready for New Mexico yeah. Bowl Part 2. Yeah. All right. That's it with the schedule. I want to hear your guys' top three. We were asked to do this. Uh, so top three movie trilogies. It, it could be one to three, three to one, no particular order, whatever you want. Caleb, do you want to start this? Or I'll start this and we'll we'll go to you guys, okay? And I'm going to go from three to one. Okay, uh, number three, I'm going Star Wars prequels. I don't care what anyone says. That's uh, one, two, and three. Not the old ones, the newer ones. I, I love those. But you have to remember, everyone listening, I am, how old am I? 28, 27? So that's what I grew up with. Uh, I don't even remember how old I am. Uh, the... Uh, that's what happens when you get married and have a kid. You just, it doesn't matter anymore, right? I don't know. The, the uh, Star Wars prequels, that's number three. Number two, Night, the Dark Knight trilogy with Christian Bale. You know what I'm talking about, Michael? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, number one, this was easy. It was, it, this is a consensus number one that everyone should have a number one Lord of the Rings. It's the, don't look at me like that. Oh my gosh, you you guys should see these guys' faces. 
they both looked at me like I've I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and The Return of the King, the three best movies ever made. Well, yeah, I'll be honest. If I, if I had 12 hours to kill, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- when college football is done, you have plenty of time to go watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I watched, I had a friend try to sit me down and watch those. And halfway through the first one, I was like, man, I ain't feeling this. He's like, all right, you ready for the second one? And I was like, no. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, you must be like a Boise fan or something. <laughs> All right. You got, you got to watch it with your uh, your girlfriend. All right. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. But also Heath Ledger, Brett, best performance of a villain ever. That's fair. Okay. All right. When you told us that we're doing these movie trilogies, I thought, I don't even know of any movie trilogies <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> so these are just three movie trilogies I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, one, the classic Transformers with Shia LaBeouf. Number, number hey, I'm a big fan one. of the first one. I the like first, it. I, the yeah, first three were great. The first three were great. Don't know what happened with Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> I I do remember the Dark Knight movies. Those are good. I'll throw that on there. Okay. Uh, upset pick. You know what's three? You know what trilogy I've seen of all three? Despicable Me. Big minion, <laughs> big minion fan right here. Great movie. So much fun. Love it. Me and what's his name? Gru. Yeah. Boot, I don't know. I don't know. Little right. yellow guys crack me up. I don't even know what's happening. So those are my top three movie trilogies. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. That that was that, that was a dark horse for sure. <laughs> you know, my niece said the same thing. That's her favorite. We can probably get along pretty well. Got the same IQ too. What <laughs> <laughs> a <Everybody> four. <laughs> All right. Uh, for mine, I, I have the Dark Knight trilogy as number one. Um, always loved that. I mean, I'm not a Star Wars or Lord of the Rings guy, so I mean, those are out guys, automatically. Um, I'll say nerd, number two, I have uh, the original three Jason Bourne movies. Um, <clears throat> really oh underrated, gosh. I think. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I got Jason Bourne number two and number three, a little bit of a dark horse too, um, from what I could remember off the top of my head. Um, the Oceans movies, not the Oceans 8 with oh, the yeah. girls, but like Oceans 11, yeah. 12, 13. Um, I've often always enjoyed those. So I think those are my, my three. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I've only seen the first one of the Oceans. Hey, Dark Knight, I guess, is the best one. That one's on all three of our lists. I guess yeah. so. That was a good one. I think that, and it came out during uh, our primes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for us. Uh, let us know on Twitter and Instagram on Twitter at beware CSUF and on Instagram at beware Bulldogs podcast. I know Caleb also has a personal Twitter. You go hit him up over there. Tell him, you know, about his uh, top three. And uh, Michael, you don't have a Twitter, do you? No, you just you're going to have to get a messenger pigeon and write a little note on there okay. and send it off. It'll find its way home. <laughs> And uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Caleb underscore go dogs. I don't know. Caleb, do you want to share your Twitter? It, you don't have to, if you don't want people following you, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've tweeted since 2018, but they, <laughs> they can throw me a follow if they want uh, CMP go dogs. I think you copied my handle there. I, a, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely did. I won't lie. Uh, 
but you can tell us what you think uh, about everything over there. Uh, let us know your favorite game that you're looking forward to and maybe a, a game that, you know, the team should watch out for that you have circled on the calendar like these guys uh, that could not be in lots of turnovers. We pray that doesn't happen, but well, tell us which one you've got circled. All right. We will see you guys later this week. We're going to be doing, we're going to be putting these out um, a lot during football season. So uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Make sure you stay in contact with us and are participating in everything that we put out there. Thank you guys. And go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.